Yo, what's up, everybody? What's going down? How y'all doing? And good stuff like that. I'm sorry about that volume issue. This your boy Q. Welcome to MTG Live. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's um, Friday. It's Friday. And we out and here we're in still Texas. Cold as fuck. And it's still cold as fuck in Texas. Yep. <laughs> yes, sir, that it is. It's still cold as fuck in Texas. And, and, and welcome to the show, everybody. Now, listen, I got two of my co-hosts on with me. Uh, my boy Hendrix and Miss Arbor, not Barbara. Frozen Cocktails. Wait a minute, what's the name of those cocktails? What, what, what's the name of it? It got a, a lady's name at the top. What's her name? Cla oh, that's sorry. Claffy's Frozen Cocktails. Now, we just gave Claffy's a shout out on accident. So, Claffy's, we're going to need shit. that check from you. Claffy's, we're going to need that check from you. Appreciate that's right. That's right. So, we're going to need that check from you for uh, blasting. Uh, Claffis. What's up, everybody? How y'all doing? Welcome to the show. Hey, listen, everybody. Of course, if you want to join the conversation, do us a favor. Go ahead and drop your comments down below. And before we get started with all our shenanigans, of course, view discretion is advised. These conversations are our opinion. Please understand that we don't give a shit about your opinion if you don't like it. However, too, do please be 18 to 21 to watch the show and above, you know, and all that good stuff. Now, now, Miss Arbor, you're showing us nutritional facts. No, it's gluten free. It's gluten free. It's gluten free. Hold on. Wait a minute. I need people to understand something before y'all go out here and spend y'all money on something that has a sticker that says gluten free. It, it does not have wheat in it. It's automatically gluten free. So if you don't have wheat in it, anybody can slap a sticker on there and charge you $2 extra. Pay attention and know what you're doing because gluten comes from wheat. If there is no wheat in it, then it's automatically gluten-free. So don't fall for the okie doke and the banana up the tailpipe. Going for something gluten-free and paying two, three extra dollars for it when uh it don't contain wheat anyway. This was free, so... <laughs> So, um, are you giving lessons on tonight? I mean, the way you got this, this up to your mouth, I'm, I'm starting to be concerned, and concerned in a good way for our fellow man. Look, you were already complaining that I wasn't drinking. I went and got something I could halfway drink. Now, if you need lessons on this, I mean. Well, we, we just had uh, dick appointment lessons on yesterday. Do we need to get fellatio appointments from you? I mean, I'm, I, you know what? Give us one good tip before you start your fellatio or during this, this fellatio activity. What, 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 one good tip, please. I, I like to know that. Dudes don't mind you gagging. It makes them feel better. <laughs> You heard it first right here on Mash the Gas. <laughs> I'm thinking this. I'm thinking tonight's show is just after dark part two. It might be. Oh my this, god. This is all that's gonna be there. It's gonna be a point two. <laughs> uh, that means I need y'all on Sunday. That way we can finish a part three. Cause we're gonna talk about during the holiday season, during COVID, and during this 
Snowpocalypse. How come the one that was supposed to check on you didn't? Mm. Well, mm. honestly, if you was with them, they didn't need to check on you. Several people got caught up and got snowed in at a relationship assistant's house or the relationship assistant got stuck at their house and all the kinds of shenanigans happened over the course of this snow. Well, you know, I heard about that. <laughs> I need somebody that. to tell me some stories. It might be why Ted Cruz is hopping his ass on that plane to go down there to uh, Cancun. <laughs> Isn't he from Cuba? He's Hispanic, but he don't act like it. His name is Rafael Eduardo Cruz. Tell me where the fuck you get Ted from. Because he wanted to fit in with the white boys. Well, he has to know that they still look at him as second rate, second class. He has no, he to don't. Know that. No, he don't. He don't know that? He doesn't feel that way. Wow. He feels like he's just white enough to get the white privilege, so he's good. All right, everybody. Let's let's get the show on a damn road real quick. So so I want to start off by saying thank everybody so much again for watching the show on tonight. Of course, uh, tonight's show we don't have a sponsor on tonight, but I do want to run through our lineup. Of course, on Monday nights, of course you're gonna have something for every night. Monday night with madness, whether that is first and third Mondays or stupid is real with Q on second and fourth Mondays. Of course, Tuesdays we got off. Wednesdays. Happy Hour with Hendrix, with my boy Hendrix, that's right down there, of course, at the bottom of my screen, of course. And then uh, Thursday night, me and this young lady over that way, <laughs> we're on with MTG Alpha Dark. Doing it, doing it, and doing it well. Second and fourth uh, Thursdays, and then on Fridays, of course, you get the whole crew usually. And, um, um, of course, Miss send you guys up to Miss uh, Miss Shimmy and Miss Moswag. They're both uh, still dealing uh, uh, in their bodies right now, so we definitely shoot out some good uh, prayer to them and some and some positive energy and all that good stuff. Thank you so much for your support for Mash Gas. Thank you so much. We appreciate that. And if you definitely want to go ahead and uh, uh, donate one, two, three, four, five bucks, the information is down scrolling across the screen. What season are we? Season four. Four. Right. Four. Four. We so have way through season four. A dollar a season. Send us uh -huh. $4. Send us four forty, four dollars, four hundred, four dollars. Season Whatever. four, four dollars. Oh, that'll work. I like that, Miss R. We keep doing that. See, we can tell you've been at the church. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be like that damn building fund, huh? That's right. Four dollars, man. Yes, four dollars. We appreciate it. At least you're not like that pastor that got cussed out and they was fighting because he asked for a thousand dollar tithe from people. No. Wow, yeah. I'm nervous now. I got nervous. All right, everybody. So let's let's jump into the show real quick, and then I got a, a, a question that we're going to continue to have this question. I don't know where. I mean, uh, continue this conversation because I I'm just really, really, I guess, starting to understand how uh, colorism affects us in so many different ways. And I want to talk about that just a little bit. Of I'm a, I'm going to give you guys a conversation that I had on last night about uh, this colorism and how um, it it is really like resonating for real, especially in our generation, which I thought that our generation were a little bit more 
um, a little bit more open-minded with certain things. But um, come to find out that some of us are just as old school as the generation before. So I, I we'll, we'll talk about this in just a second. But let's go ahead and jump into the show real quick. And I just want to make y'all laugh for just a second. And let's see how I can do that. Here we go. He said he's trying to make us mad. Make you laugh. Oh. Two women in Florida caught dressed up as grannies trying to get the COVID vaccine. <laughs> Only in Florida. Only in the Florida. Stupidest people I ever heard in Florida. What well, you you know you have to show your ID for that, right? They do know that, right? Apparently not. They they trying to get the COVID vaccine. It says here, of course, uh, with the COVID uh, eighteen vaccinations. I don't know what that is. Uh, across the country, moving much slower for many who would like these two women decide who they're going to try to skip the line by wearing old lady disguises in an attempt to qualify for the vaccination. Uh, this incident uh, occurred, of course, at the Orange County Convention Center in Orlando. Uh, of course, Dr. Raul Pino, or Pino, I guess, uh, director of Florida Department of Health, uh, said in a press conference on Thursday that they had on bunnies, gloves, glasses. <laughs> and we haven't had any luck of winning arms to get vaccinated. We have also had people faking to be old to be vaccinated. And yesterday we realized that we had a couple of young ladies came up dressed as grannies for the second time. The uh, so time. real quick, he's unsure on how they got the first vaccination, but they was they had their vaccination card, but they was on their way to go ahead and get the second vaccination when they were stopped with issues and a driver's license. <laughs> So wait a minute. Okay. Register, no matter what your condition is, and because they have so many that expire quickly, they just go through their whole list and call up whoever can get there. So you could have had a real good chance of just getting it anyway. I'm trying to figure out and share this broadcast while y'all watching. Now do it. Um give me a joke. I'm just I'm trying to figure out. Um, so are, are, are we now at that Don't. place where people are I so face? I see the wheels turning. Don't do it. Don't do it. I say do it. Don't do it. Do it. I'm scared. What, what are y'all doing? <laughs> Don't even worry about it. Don't even worry about it. So what y'all think about these grannies? I mean, these ladies pretending to be grannies to get the vaccine. Are we that desperate now that we have to do that to pretend to get the COVID vaccination? Are we but in that them, place them, now? Them hoes trying to hop on a plane and go somewhere out the country. That's what it is. Because honestly, if I hadn't caught COVID, I would have got my, my first vaccination shot the other weekend. But I was in the hospital. So, yeah, I don't blame them because trust and believe, soon as I get that second shot, okay, what's going on? I'm hopping on the plane and using my passport. Deuces. I'm kind of with you on that, bro. <clears throat> of course, I am not eligible to take the vaccination until whatever group comes next. Um, and so that probably wouldn't okay. be until next month sometime. But I'm definitely asking, uh, when can I get my first dosage? And for those of you that think that we're losing our minds, go straight to hell. I don't give a shit. I'm going to take my shot. 
period, because I'm, I'm ready to do things different. I'm ready to, you know, at least do my part and making sure that I can continue to tick on a little bit longer without worrying about coronavirus. And yes, you still have to wear your damn mask after you, mm -hmm. you take the vaccination. Boy, you have to, like, you still got to be cautious. And, you know, so that's my whole deal. But I, I can't get it until I think next month sometime. Look, and I'm going to tell you right now, for anybody that don't believe that shit is real, I had it. It wasn't fun. And I saw three dead bodies get rolled up out the hospital while I was in there. And I was only in there for a week. Wow. So the dude that I had to share a room with, because if you have COVID, they don't give you a private room. You have to share a room. I was the third person that had come in and got out. And he's still in there. Wow. So wow. say what you want. Believe what you want, but coming from somebody that had it, and I've been telling all y'all what the hell to do, and I still caught it. Do so, you believe, Reggie, that at some point in time that, you know, you hear the conspiracy theories a lot. Do you believe that most of everybody have already caught it but have not been diagnosed? No. No? If that were the case, we would already have herd immunity and you wouldn't have the numbers you have. See, simple mm -hmm. science and math, it don't add up. Okay. Now, a few See? did have it at the end of last year and they weren't diagnosed with COVID, but those are the ones that ended up in the hospital over and over again with pneumonia or mm -hmm. flu-related problems. Yeah, because when I went in, they told me I had COVID. Then they told me I had the flu. Then they told me I had pneumonia. Now, COVID and pneumonia usually go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. But then I had a flu on top of that, and I got a fucking flu shot. That's the crazy part. I got a flu shot. I've been wearing my mask, washing my hands, doing all the things right, and still ended up catching it. So, Richard, so who do you think we should be listening to regarding, to regarding coronavirus? Should we be listening to Dr. Fauci? Is he right Dr. so far? Dr. Fauci is giving you the best unbiased synopsis of what's going on. Okay. The reason okay. I say that is because <laughs> if you ever notice him when people ask him, well, can you do this? Can you do this? He's like, well, you can, but, or you maybe you can, but. So he's he's giving you the straight up answers. The only problem that people don't understand is science is not a hundred percent. Right. So I'm I'm gonna use this example that I always use for people. When you're in grade school, they tell you there are three phases of matter: solid, liquid, and gas, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. That is not true. That's 75% accurate, but it's not totally true because there's a fourth phase of matter called plasma. However, so that your mind can understand the concept, they narrow it down so you can grasp the concept. And this is what science does. It builds on top of itself, just like they will tell you Two hydrogens and oxygen gives you what? Water. Water. Right. However, 
again, that is only true about 70% of the time. Sometimes you get alcohol. Sometimes you get, you know, you get peroxide. You get a multitude of other things happening. But to understand the concept, they tell you two hydrogens and oxygen gives you water. This is science. So when people talk about, oh, this, that, and the other, look here. You're talking about a small micro percentage, and you're trying to blow it up. What science does, it deals with the biggest issue. Now, this is what I want people to understand. When you are dealing with science, like you said, like I told you, two hydrogens and oxygen gives you water, right? Mm -hmm. So that would be the laboratory level. That's 75%. That other 30, 70%, that other 30% you ain't worried about because you're going to get 70%, you're going to get what you want. However, when you go on a larger scale, such as the population of a country, that 30% becomes a huge factor. Now, if you were dealing with a population of 10, three people wouldn't be a big deal. However, when you're dealing with a head count in the billions, 30% is a lot of people you got to be concerned about. So, yeah. this is where I need people to understand that, yes, we can provide definitive answers, <laughs> but it's not 100%. Nothing in science is 100%, except that nothing in science is 100%. <laughs> We have a question. We have a question on the board. Yes, ma'am. The question from Miss Montgomery. She says, okay, scientists, can you explain the necessity for the boiler alert in layman's terms, please? Okay. The boil alert is a precautionary step due to the fact that we had a power outage and water was not able to be treated. Therefore, potentially, not 100% sure, but potentially, there could be some contaminated water mixed in with the normal drinking water. Now, when what? calm down before you get all excited. What do I mean by contaminated? Contaminated means that it is not meeting the required specifications that are set by the state and the federal government to be considered drinking water. Therefore, it's contaminated. Is it necessarily bad for you? Mm, probably not. However, Microbes need three things to live, air, water, and a food source. If it's in water, hello. The other part is the boiling. What happens is most bacteria die off at 150 to 160 degrees. What happens is if you boil water, the boiling point of water is 210 degrees Fahrenheit. Therefore, you will kill my, most microbes in the water. However, there is a time frame that you have to do that. This is why they tell you to boil it for at least two minutes, a rolling boil for at least two minutes. This way you kill all microbes in there that could potentially harm you. That's mm. the reason for the boil alert. Now, one of the safety concerns is, since we're on this, 
the safe zone for well the danger zone for food is between 40 and 140 degrees fahrenheit this is the area that microbes like to be in because they can replicate themselves they have a good time it's like being on a beach in jamaica sipping a mai tai with your toes in the sand and just the right amount of heat not too hot not too cold and got a nice caribbean breeze blowing well <clears throat> I hope that was a great explanation because I'm going to be honest with you. While I was listening, the moment he said, that, my brain said, <laughs> listen, I'm going to tell you something. Now, I love science. I was one of those guys who loved science. You know what I'm saying? But see, you know, Hendrix was a science buff. You know, that, that was the brain. Nobody wanted to bring a science project to school when they saw when he can't or when he come around the corner. <laughs> I just took my seat and said, man, take, take that cardboard bullshit back to the goddamn car because this nigga coming up in here with a goddamn volcano. This nigga got ass. He got shit running everywhere, smoking shit. He been on, developed a whole damn astrological plane fucking with Reggie. That I mean, so just take my shit back to the car. I, I'm sorry, Miss Ross. I'm sorry. I had my science project. I just saw his got a little discouraged. Take that shit back to the car. <laughs> just take it back to the car. All right. So, you know, hold on. Wait, you wait. Arbor, you laughing? But my junior and senior year, I couldn't do science fair projects. I was actually a judge. I didn't have to do science projects in high school. I did mine in middle school, and they hated me for it. And that was about it. I mean, and and I come in and I'm thinking I'm doing something good. You know, my granny had had set me up with a science project or whatever case it is good. And I had my little two liter bottle with you my marbles in build it. Build kits. Box in there, and I had pushed the top and glued it on real good. <laughs> stuck me a little hole in there and held held a little hole right there. And was switching my, my goddamn bottle up, making a tornado and take the top off. The tornado just keep going and going. And I'm thinking I'm doing all good. And here comes this one right here around the damn corner with, with a goddamn uh, science fair plantation in fall type shit. I mean, I don't. Yeah, that, that I shit's a problem, man. I, that. <laughs> I broke down the pieces of cells into molecules and I had this whole thing and it was in a glass case box <laughs> it was like seventh grade I didn't know what the fuck I was doing but I got over a hundred so listen you know science science fairs are are you know a nerds create creative creative spot creative piece that's what they do if you love science if you're a science buff you know they take that shit personally <laughs> I mean so Especially when you go to different schools in different, in different districts, you know, because they be coming with it. You know, we go to those district science fairs and stuff like that. Unfortunately, my little PNES science project may have got a participation certificate. But um, <laughs> moving along. <laughs> moving along. So do, have you guys watched The Masked Dancer? No. No? Well, I'm going to reveal who the masked dancer was that they picked last night. And I and the reason why I'm doing this is because it's when I saw 
who this person was, I was like, oh my God, where is she been? You know, because I really, really missed her. You know, so I'm gonna play this quick little video. It's just a little piece like that when they was telling her to take it off so y'all can see who this person is. So real quick, <laughs> what y'all like, am I did I miss my a comment? Favorite. What's going on? Did I miss a comment? No, favorite one. We said take it off. I was like, <laughs> oh, they was trying to tell him to take off a now I really want to see who it is. That too. All right, everybody, here it is real quick. Let me let me let me uh do you pull, have something pull. of her dancing also so we can care that I mean, I can go back a little piece with her dancing, but her actual dance routine was the shit and deservingly so. But that clip is five minutes long. We ain't got time for that. Yeah, we ain't got time for that. So, so I just I have the video queued, you know, to when they're telling her to take it off, her mask off. <laughs> All right, everybody, here it is, real quick. Uh, let me let me get a uh, get a plan. I love Gabby Douglas. I love Gabby Douglas. Now please tell me y'all know who Gabby Douglas is. It was the lips for me. Wait, wait, I'm I'm confused. What? How can she participate if she's already in done that? Isn't she kind of basically considered a professional dancer anyway? Well, no, you know, she left She left the Olympics in 2014. That's when right. Simone Biles started her rise. Uh, right, I understand that. Her movie. I understand that, but I figured, you know, because like when Bill Nye won, right? It's somebody that you would not expect to be a dancer, but to her, it's like I can see her dancing well she's a gymnast that's choreography is part of their profession i'm i'm a little confused well she was dancing against other dance professionals like she was dancing against mm -hmm. uh, uh dancing with the stars guy that got the second place uh it was a couple of more other dance professionals on the show that she was dancing against oh okay but it was so good she wasn't to dancing see her. amateurs then okay, okay yeah I can see and see, it was good to see her because she disappeared after the movie, after the Gabby Douglas movie, you know, that, you know, she just kind of faded into the limelight. She quit her coach in Iowa. Uh, just in case you guys don't know, that's Gabby Douglas, two-time Olympic gold medalist, uh, also one of the first African-American females uh, who won the um, uh, two All-American gold medals. And she has a silver medal as well that she earned in 2014. And so, of course, Gabby felt off the radar, um, had uh, some issues with her health and other things of that nature. So she took a high 80s for a long time. And when she tried to get back onto the team, she couldn't make it. And so it's now good. all of this. Time to grow up. Yeah, she had time to kind of, you know, get a feel of different things and kind of grow up and understand what's going on or whatever. And even Simone Biles, even though it's not about Simone Biles, but. Olympics when when the next Olympics is in what 2022 or is it 20 or is it, or is it I think I think it's this year um um she was saying that you know this may be her last Olympics and so you know it's like be a we, virtual Olympics 
Ain't nobody. Huh? Gonna it's just gonna be virtual. Ain't nobody gonna be there. Probably There's not. gonna be a few people there, but not. It's not gonna be like it was. So basically, they're making you fly in the day before you do your events and you fly right back out. You have two days after your event, your last event to get going. You know, also, you know, it like, uh, wasn't it in China somewhere? It is. Yeah, it's no, in Beijing. I, I think it's in Beijing, if I'm not I mistaken. Because mm -mm. I knew when all this COVID stuff first hit, a lot of them were saying, you know, it's in China. I'm not going. Yeah. Let me see. The Summer Olympics, it will be held in Tokyo. Oh, Tokyo, Japan. Tokyo. Okay. <clears throat> but they're still trying to see if it's up in the air of it being canceled. Okay. So okay. yeah, so it's in Tokyo so far. So that's that's what, what Wait, they am I, maybe I got it mixed up with the Winter Olympics. So I'm supposed to be in Beijing, China coming up, but I could Do I they could have a real winner in Beijing? Like skiable? Hell yeah. I don't ski. Hey, you been to China? No. Oh, okay. Well look. I've been to been to been to Korea, been to China, and I'm telling you right now, don't let them damn movies fool you. Them movies were shot in the fucking summertime. <laughs> Look here. Cause when I tell you, uh, Seoul, Korea, beautiful, beautiful country. My mother up in the mountains. And look here, it might be 70 degrees during the day. But when all oh, when that motherfucking sun go down, that temperature drop quicker than a crack fiend on a on some good shit. They just that temperature, the sun go down, that temperature go. It could be 70 in the day and during the day and 25 at night. I ain't gonna cuss right now. I'm not gonna do it. I just think I'll do it. I'll let y'all do it. So, yeah. But let me tell you, it's like that even in Singapore. You know, I've I, I been to Singapore. You know, and they so strict out there. You know, you can't even litter, you know, or chew gum on their public transportation. Or Isn't that where the boy ticket. You know, and when you, when it's in the daytime, it gets to like 79, 80 degrees in the summer. Um, they do have hot days there, but they have a cool down period in the summer. And so when it's when the temperature barely cracks the 70s at nighttime, it's in the it's in a high 40s, low 50s. And but the wind, the wind chill is like 10, 15 degrees colder. So when you are out there, you're like, damn, but it says it's 70 degrees, or it says, you know, 60 degrees, and it feels like 40 almost. So yeah. So yeah, hey, that, that, this snow we crazy. had here, we can handle anything. So congratulations to Gabby Douglas. <laughs> Y'all pray for my girl Serena Williams. I didn't I didn't bring the article, but my girl left out the interview crying on day before yesterday after she was defeated by Naomi Osaka, which is number two in the world at this moment. Serena is, uh, is forecasted at number 11 in the world at 39 years old. Uh, she lost the uh, semi-final semi battle in the Australian Open, which I was really, really hoping she could get to the finals. But uh, a lot of people are counting her out and trying to force her into retirement 
because of her age. And so <clears throat> the thing is, is what I just want to say to all of the people, all the haters that hate Serena, fuck y'all. She's going to continue to keep playing because that's what she do. You know, um, um, Rich got something to say, but I just want to say real quick that athletes are showing more longevity, especially us that of a certain uh, color. You cannot make us sit down when we're just starting to catch our prime and our win. That girl is on her second win. She's doing her thing, you know. And um, Reggie, you go ahead. I just want to say fuck you, nah. you know, and leave my girl alone. So I was I, just going to say, when they tell her to sit down, all she needs to say is Roger Federer. Roger Federer. Yeah. Shut up, Roger Federer. Be quiet. That's it. <clears throat> That's it. I, and so Serena, she was she was very upset because she lost or whatever. And I think that this is uh, very good for her because even in her performance and her physicality, she turned the clock back. And people were even saying in her interview, she turned the clock back ten years. So she's been dealing with injuries for the last six years. Check this yeah. out. Six years of injuries playing to get into finals. She's been in four finals in six years playing with injuries. And the only reason she was able to recuperate was because of COVID. And right. so and she recuperated fully, but it, but it still has to come together with the game. Right. You know? And this is the other thing you got to look at. Um, Naomi Osaka, she looks up to Venus and Serena. So yeah, she got she got a lot of the, her game from them. From them. So I mean, you know, it's it's not, and it wasn't a knock because every time she's gotten beaten by, they've always had that friendly interaction afterwards and even beforehand. So to me, it's a matter of Serena just just finding time to do her thing. Who the fuck is calling me doing the show? Look here. What the fucking show going on? So if you're watching this and you calling me, or better yet, if you ain't watching this, that's the fucking problem. That's the goddamn problem. You should be watching the damn show right now instead of fucking calling me, fucking up my phone, and fucking up my flow. That's right. Sorry. My apologies. Tell this motherfucking ass stop texting you on the show. I was just going to show this to Red. Aha. Okay. So let's talk about this motherfucker real quick. I want I just want y'all to roast his ass. Once a week, we're gonna pick a person to roast. I just think that, that is so healthy for our, our generation or healthy for us to just pick a person that we can go ahead and roast. And so what I am going to do. I am going to put this picture up of this person. Of course, we talked about his his punk ass earlier today. But I just think that we can go ahead and just roast his ass one good time if we if we roast him. So when you see his picture or whatever the case it is, let's just go ahead and just go on in on his ugly ass. Hold on real quick. I'm gonna put his picture There's up. So many people you let me see. Can I put right this you know what? I'm just gonna put all these pictures up of his ass. When the Google come up, I'm just gonna put the pictures up. Fuck it. We ain't got to pick one picture. Hold on. I'm just going to put it up. Yeah, you know you know who it is. You know it's this punk ass. Put his ugly ass on up there. Put him on up there. This one. This punk motherfucker right here. Ted Cruz. This hey, ass. Hey, 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 pause. His name is Raphael Eduardo Cruz. We Raphael. don't have him on the Raphael Eduardo Cruz. 
That is his name. He oh, shit. Ted so that he could fit in with the good old boys. Mm-hmm. Mm. So how the hell you so he get dead from Raphael Eduardo? It ain't a T in that motherfucker. You could have went with Ed. You could have went with Ralph. Yeah. But you go with Ted. It was wider. And then you had a, the, the audacity to take your family across the border for a better life and you blame Hispanics for doing it. I need a bell. Now, the other part is you leave your constituents in a fucked up shitty situation, but you didn't have no problem taking your ass down to Mar-a-Lago, putting your nose in Donald Trump's ass. So, you are a full-fledged bitch. I said it, and I said it to your face. No, Jimmy, we didn't know you were in an accident. Are you doing okay? What's up, Jimmy? Jimmy, you didn't call me last night, man. I don't have no missed calls from you, player. Did you call the right number? <laughs> Jimmy, hope you're good, man. Hope you're good. I hope you're feeling better. I'll call you after the show, cuz. I just want to say that Ted Cruz, I just want I want him to keep doing shit like that. That's why I want him to keep repeating these things that he's doing. I want him to do that. I want him to do that so he can continue to embarrass those Republicans. So you can push now, I had this to say. I'm uh, sorry to interrupt. I'm sorry to interrupt, but this is the thing. Beto O'Rourke and AOC raised $2 million, $1 million of which was raised in four hours for the people of Texas. What's your funk ass do? He going to Cancun. Yeah. Because his daughter said, Daddy, Daddy, we're cold. Now, he said it was supposed to be. my thing. As a parent, if I have the means to send my children somewhere else, absolutely. But as a public official in a state that is in considered a disaster area at the moment, I'm going to send my wife and kids to be safe. But I'm going to stay here and do my job. Right. And here's the other part. Um. Dude, what the fuck you doing with them dad jeans on? Number one. Number two, uh, talking about, oh, I was just packing for two days. Motherfucker, look, as much as I've traveled in my life, I know damn well that wasn't no two-day bag. That wasn't no two-day carry-on bag. That was a four-day, four, five-day carry-on bag. Because if you're going to a hot atmosphere where it's warm, you don't need a lot of clothes. And that motherfucker bag was packed. It was stuffed. Playboy. Right. No, no. You can't a lot of people that travel. That was a four to five day bag you had. He was preparing to stay down there for a minute. Yeah, he was. And here's the other part. See, then he got mad because he got caught. And he got shamed. Uh, now, Denise, Donald Trump and his crew wasn't embarrassing enough on the 6th. Because they trying to blame the shit on everybody else but them. That's what the motherfuckers do. 
And when I say motherfuckers, I'm not talking about Republicans or Democrats. I'm talking about the motherfuckers. And you know what I mean when I say them. Motherfuckers. <laughs> yep. Mm. So what, that what whole else? lot needs to go. Uh, Paxton and Cruz and what's the other one? I don't know. I know that little motherfucker that 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 little motherfucker had his hand up like this. Come on, we for you. We don't fight for you. Had his hand up. Oh, motherfucker, that means black power. What the fuck you talking about? The dude I want to roll off a cliff in a wheelchair. Oh, Abbott. Yeah, Abbott. Yeah, his ass needs to be gone. They all need to go. They all. Yeah. Now, this is the problem, though. See, people will forget about this shit. And what we can't do is let people forget about this shit. This is why I posted that picture on my timeline. So it'll remind me every year. Right around my birthday. I don't fuck with these motherfuckers. Because it was cold in the motherfucker. Mm-hmm. It was cold. I'm, I'm sorry, it was cold. It was cold. Mm-hmm. Lots of pictures. So every year on that time hop, mm-hmm. you'll see me remembering. Yeah, and I remember... Who the fuck was trying to go to Cancun? Motherfucker, I can't even get out. We can't even travel out the fucking country. Your bitch ass gonna go up here and travel to Mexico and go kick it in Mexico when you don't motherfuckers from Mexico coming to kick it here and motherfucker, you Mexican. I'll be saying, you don't even like Mexicans. You don't even like your own people. Yeah, you You don't even like them. I'm like, so. Then on top of that, I'm wondering, dude, do you even speak, speak, do you even speak Spanish? I bet you he don't. It's not. I he knows how to speak, speak Spanish. I, I bet he knows does. how to speak it or understand it, but I'm sure Spanish is not allowed in his house kind of person. Somebody check Raphael in this post. Tag's ass in this post. Tag, tag, tag Raphael. We want to know if he can speak Spanish. <laughs> I want to know. I want to know. If he can write a complete sentence in Spanish other than "Hola, como side that's what I that's, want. That is the that that is I've ever heard. Yeah, that's that's horrible. It's "Hola, como esta." Yeah. Hello, how you doing? What they said. Bien, gracias. See tú. <laughs> I mean, it's the right words, but Jesus. Mucho dinero. <laughs> you 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 gotta you gotta get past you gotta bro you stay in texas i'm gonna need you to learn a little bit more spanish than that <laughs> you can't just say you're doing good every day you gotta switch it up a couple of days you gotta say eh, masaminos and so you gotta switch it up every now and then oh you just... so when you switch it up on the they're like oh you heard it y'all mo is on um, feel better mo Hey, yeah, feel better, Mo. Feel Mo ain't feeling too bad. She giving people shit in the group chat. She Ooh. really is giving people shit in the group chat. I still need to know who Jorge is. Somebody you just need to pass on the other way. Yeah. Yeah, just don't, don't, don't worry about Jorge. I'm just curious. Yeah, Let me, don't worry about Jorge. Right. Let me tell you something. See, because you the like the newbie of the bunch. When Mo mm-hmm. try to hook you up with somebody, look the just other way now. immediately. Immediately looked up way. Yeah, because Mo is about as good as at matchmaking as I am at sewing. I can do this shit if I'm putting the pen. 
But it ain't gonna be shit you proud. Yep. I mean, the last match we discussed was not where it was at. So you should have learned from then. Don't do that. Don't do that shit to yourself. Don't don't be like Sammy. Keep falling for the okie doke. Leave that shit alone. <laughs> Talk about it. Talk about it. <laughs> just go the other way. I'll tell you, just when she'll wipe a mole's ass. That's what you do. <laughs> Talk about the one circle. You see that shit? How you gonna circle somebody in a fucking picture and you gonna you ain't even told me about this? Wait, what the circle doing? picture? Just say this for you. Yeah, you don't even know my status. Woo. I, mean, I may not be married, but and you know, we're gonna leave that at what that. I got going on over here in this at in this camp house back this way. Sis, oh, here we go. Here's Shimmy. Oh. I knew I mentioned her name one time. She was gonna say something. Leave me the hell out of it. Mo gave me some good advice because I got mine. Next topic. Let's just move along with it. <laughs> Moving right along. Next up. Pick it up. So here it is. So so I learned something last night, y'all. And maybe I have been oblivious to this, but I talked to six women yesterday after our conversation uh, last night. Uh, after dark when we started talking about different dating scenarios and stuff like that and one thing that we talked about was uh, colorism um, um, especially uh, with our chocolate sisters now um, it's been brought to my attention that um, some chocolate women not all y'all some okay uh, feel like out of the women I talked to last night honestly uh, four out of the six had an issue with light-skinned women or girls growing up. Now, what I am hearing is, is that growing up, that dark-skinned or darker-skinned girls had to work harder, uh, look better. Their hair was kinky, curly, so it was not more the straight, curly-esque type hair from lighter-skinned girls. I've also heard as well that... Um, uh, darker skinned women have it so much harder to advance in this life that we are living in now as being a um, darker skinned woman versus a lighter skinned woman. And so I was asking those those hard questions last night and I was asking, OK, so have you ever been uh, in a position to where you have disproven to you? So one person told me I remember being in school. And I was standing next to my light-skinned best friend. We both pretty, we both banging, we both in um, my um, auxiliaries or whatever, and we both doing our thing, straight A's, all this shit. And I remember being at the homecoming dance, and and this young lady went to Carter High School. She didn't even go to Campbell, so it ain't nobody about us. She went to Carter, and said that the guys, as banging as her body was, the guys went more so for the lighter skin than the dark. Um, also, in her career growing up, she's always had to fight for her position harder than lighter skinned women. Now, I thought that this was honestly something that I could say that 
uh, I thought that was like something small in a sense, but that shit run deep and it run deeper than I thought, even to some of our personal connections. It runs deep. So I want to know from y'all, let's let's talk about this for a few minutes. We got about 12 minutes. So let's talk I'll about let this. Arbor go first. Huh? I'll let Arbor go first. Okay, so Arbor, what you what think? You want me to say? I lived a white life for a very long time, so I don't have these problems. Okay. I, just, I peep game, and I'm going to run game better than you. I'll I say this. I work harder. I work smarter. i say this. Okay. Here. Everybody has what they consider a disadvantage, right? Okay. Because I knew growing up and doing what I do, like, perfect example, right? When I walked on the football field, and they didn't know me, and they only knew me from the classroom. You too nerdy. What the hell are you doing out here? Okay, I got you. And when I lay your ass out, just remember, I'm too nerdy to be out here. Flip the script. Go in the classroom. Some people see me walking around with a Letterman jacket on. What the fuck you doing in AP classes? What football player you know all up in AP chemistry and all it? What, what you doing in here? You in AP physics and chemistry. What you doing? You ain't supposed to be in here. You a jock. You dumb. Right? Same principle when I walk in to get a job. I know people are, you know, gun home on HBCU. And I, trust me, I take my hat off to HBCU. But there is a particular reason why I went to Texas A&M. Because then my skin color, when you see that piece of paper, my skin color don't, don't matter. matter. See, the, the, the thing is, you have to understand what you perceive as a disadvantage, flip it, and then making it an advantage for you. So if you're thinking around, oh, woe is me. They don't like me because I'm dark-skinned. Do, do you know how many jokes I had made about me? I'm not even that dark. So to me, it's I get where women are a little more sensitive about this topic. I get it. But trust and believe. You can flip that shit and, and make it your own. But I will say this as well. You can't say that everybody's that way or somebody's not black enough, that's some bullshit. I agree. Not black enough is some bullshit. You can't say that. You have to say, what can I do to improve me and stop looking at other motherfuckers? Fuck everybody else. What you doing to get your grind on? You shouldn't be worried about what nobody else doing. See, and that's where people get mixed up. You worry about what the fuck somebody else doing. You missing your own blessings. You missing your own paper. You missing your own shit. Right. Fuck them. Get yours. Who gives a fuck what they doing? Because I can tell you right now. Colorism issue. No, it is an issue. I'm not saying it's not an issue. But what I'm saying is, why is it such an issue that it, it, it makes you feel less than? Because them same people, I'm going to tell you right now, I was the only black person in my physics class. The only black person in a section of 300 plus students. 
one. And every one of them motherfuckers in there ignored me except one dude. He was the only person that came up and spoke to me first day of class. Nobody else spoke to me until after the first exam when I fucked up the curve. Then everybody want to be my buddy, buddy, friend, friend. Now, fuck you. You've been ignoring me this whole time. You ain't had shit to say. So for the ladies out there that feel like that, and I understand that it's out there, fuck that. Go get your grind on and stop worrying about everybody else. Okay, Mo asks, what is colorism? Colorism. Colorism. Prejudice or discrimination with a dark skin tone, typically among people of the same ethnic group, uh, ethnic or racial group. Mo asked what the definition was. I decided to put it up so that everybody could see what Miriam Webster says. Here, here's the funny part. This don't just happen with black people. You pick any race, any creed, whatever you want to. And I'm going to tell you right now, the darker skinned people always have it harder. So it just don't apply to black people. It just don't apply to black women. It happens all around the country. And a perfect example, you go to India. Yeah. Go to India and see the darker skinned Indians are treated differently than the light skinned Indians. Guess what? It ain't just happening here. It's some shit happening all around the world. This is why I say don't be so focused on it because the only way you're going to change it is in your household and with the people you impact. So when they think they know and they have a stereotype, break that fucking mold for them. That's how you end colorism. And let me tell you something, Reggie. I have to really agree with you 1,500%. I, I have um, nothing but sisters. I, I have a brother, but I, I got a couple of brothers, but I got shit for sisters. Nothing but sisters, all right? I've seen this play out in my own personal life over and over and over again when it comes to dark versus light. I never, now then let me say this, y'all, and I'm not being funny. See, guys, we, we are probably, well, let me say black guys. Let's do it like that because everybody ain't born like this. But I just think, honestly, we are born more so colorblind than anybody because we will we will get with the opposite color. We will we are afraid to 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 mix and mingle with different races. I know for a fact I'm very cultured. You know, I used to date a Puerto Rican. I've been to Puerto Rico. I mean, I don't. I mean, you know, Katie was on my was on my shit. White redhead girl at Purview. So stuff like that. It, it wasn't nothing to me. I never saw that. Even growing up in school, dark light, it didn't matter to me because I looked at my family and my family was red, was high yellow, black. Mm -hmm. I mean, all kind of shit. So I never saw that. When I went to school, I went to school. My first school was BF Durrell Community Community School on uh, Lancaster Road. We didn't have all black kids there. I was going to school with white kids when I was in elementary school. So I didn't see a lot of a lot of you know what women are you know say that they go through regardless of colorism but let me tell you what i did see i what i did recognize was the fact that as i got older something about me folk didn't like that were brighter than me 
I realized that quickly. I realized that some teachers that we had didn't give a shit about us, you know, and said that you and Reggie, you already know every birthday is important to us because every birthday that we live to see, we break a mold. We break a stereotype that they tried to put on us when we was growing up. You won't even leave to see 21. You won't leave to see 25. If you do, you be locked up. Okay, okay, nigga, you 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 good now. Now you're 30 years old. You're gonna have a whole lot of kids. You're gonna be broke. You're gonna be on child support. All kind of stuff that they throw at you. And I and I see where women coming from per se. Or after my conversation yesterday, because I can understand how we don't really see it that way all the time. But but ladies, for real, and I was thinking about this. Like, like, I think Mo put something in the comments about their obsession of changing your skin tones. I've seen it. I've seen it with so many women. Want no, to women not only women, Q, you've seen it with dude. What's that baseball player name that lightened his skin? It was a baseball player. Mm. For what purposes? I mean, other than Michael Jackson. Yeah, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. No, I mean, ladies... If we're going to be coloring our skin in any sort of color, please color the darker parts of your body. Like, you know, our kneecaps sometimes be darker. Your elbows be darker. Asshole needs to be bleached every now and again. To, I'm just saying. There's some things that you can do for self-maintenance that makes you feel good about yourself and evens out that skin tone. But other than that, peep game and play that bitch. Look, so I, I want to know what, what, it, what is it. Help me understand. Ladies, I know y'all are commenting. Y'all come on, comment, comment some real shit. Help me understand. Help us get it, cause I'm trying, and I'm trying to. This is what I need people to know, Q. This is what I need people to know, and Q, you can attest to this, cause you've seen the women. You've seen some of the women I've dated. Yeah, they've been dark purple. To them, is she really black? And everything in between. Yeah. To me. And, and this is the kind of person I am. Your skin color is probably the last thing I look at. See? Because to me, to me, I'm worried about what's up here. I'm not worried about your skin color. I'm worried about what's up here. And what's up here is a bigger turn on for me than what's, what your skin color is. Because honestly, I don't care what shades you are. It's can I mentally vibe with you. That's mm -hmm. what I care about. I don't care about what your color is. Now, granted, to me, the women I've dated, they've been bad, whether light or dark. But uh, it is what it is to me. But to women, stop getting so caught up in there. I know it happens. I know yeah. it's true. I'm not saying it don't exist. So please don't misconstrue what I'm saying. Not saying it don't exist. What I'm saying is, don't let that shit hold you back. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. You find a way to flip that shit to your advantage. And that's what you do. You don't let that shit hold you back and stop complaining about it. Because I could complain about, oh, I went for a job interview three times at Gatorade. Because I did. The first two times I had my hair braided. The third time I had cut my hair off, I got the damn job before I walked out the building, interviewed with the same motherfuckers, and then asked them, why didn't you hire me the first two times I interviewed with you? Both of them said, you never interviewed with us before. You com They completely ignored me 
because I had long hair. Mm-hmm. And here's another thing, and this is why I said it, it's more than just colorism. Your hair was an issue. People's mm -hmm. names are issues because you think right. it's cute to add all these fucked up spellings and you know unique names with I'm a yeah. And this is the other thing. The other thing I will tell women that feel like this is that when you have inner peace with yourself, shit like that won't bother you. You'll be able to shake it off. And to them same teachers that told me I'd be dead before I'm 25, funny part is I could walk up in that motherfucker and say, ha, look at me now, bitch. I make twice what you do. Mm-hmm. But I thought I was going to be dead. Thought I was going to be dead. I'm making twice your salary. And I'm half your fucking age. Go figure and I'm going to say this. To, to the black mothers. Because this shit start at home. Don't care what you say. Y'all can blame mass on them. And talking about mass on them. Turned us against each other. Light versus dark. You the house. This one. This one in field. All this kind of stuff. Okay, I get that. But to the black mothers. Let me, let me help y'all with something. Especially if you got black boys. Number one, stop trying to make your black son date your race. You better understand that a man's eye ain't yours. A man's eye do not belong to you. You are raising a man, especially single black moms. You raising a man. If that boy, if that boy brings somebody home, this color. You better thank God. You better hope he give you some grandchildren with curly hair. Because at the end of the day, what's going to, what, and, and you know, I'm, I'm sick of seeing this shit, and I know I probably shouldn't be saying this. I'm sick of seeing this shit. Black love, black love, black this. Listen, love ain't got no color to it. It don't have no color. It just do not. When you, when you take something as sacred to say that our skin tone, even though we are royalty, yes, we are, our skin tone should dictate who we are to love or who we should be with to keep certain bloodlines pure. We're not even purebred. And so the thing is, is that please keep in mind, don't teach your sons to be just trying to, you know, give because I've, I've heard it before, you know, don't bring her home if she can't use my comb. Don't, don't you do that shit. What you talking about, mama? And then the, the, what he do, he'll go right to his schoolhouse and meet Sarah's ass and bring her to the house and you be looking crazy. And this then I don't understand why, why women, y'all trip, you know, you know, about guys not liking your darkness. First of all, I think a chocolate sister is the one of the sexiest beings on this motherfucking planet. Don't you understand me? A chocolate sister, but ain't no, ain't enough chocolate pudding to go around. Understand me? I love a chocolate sister. But my love or whoever I want to love, if it comes from somebody that I'm vibing with, that's what I'm going to go with. It's not going to matter how you're going to look. And so if a white dude like your blackness and like your chocolate, like Mo say, go ahead for it. Why not? Because you're looking to do your thing and be happy and whole at home. Look, and I, I will tell you this. For the, for the women that feel like they are not as whatever as anybody else, sweetheart, you have a gap in you 
that needs to be filled and you looking and trying to fill it the wrong damn way because the sexiest thing any woman can wear is confidence. Absolutely. Period. Absolutely. So if 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 you a dark skinned sister and you don't carry yourself with confidence, you don't have your head up high walking in the room like you own that motherfucker. Hell right. no, ain't nobody gonna pay attention to you. Hey, no. our theme for twenty twenty one, my little circle of ladies. Our theme for 2021 is we are going to walk into any room with the audacity of a white man named Alan. I said Alan, but I'm going to use Ted today. <laughs> I've got all the motherfucking audacity. Yeah. Because guess what? This is the funny thing. And I'm going to tell y'all right now. Like at my job, on, on the level I'm on, guess how many black people they are? You. Me. I'm mm -hmm. the only one. And guess what? When I first started, I walked in the room like I owned that motherfucker. And when soon as they started questioning me, I read their ass left and right. And guess how many times I done got challenged since then? None. None. Because I walked in with confidence. I had my shit together. And so when somebody tried me, I let their ass have it. And I looked around the room. Who else got some questions? Yeah, let me tell you. It's your confidence. That's what it is. Know, know what you're doing. And it's the sad thing that we have to do twice as much to get half as far. But damn it. If we're going to work our ass off, the last thing we need to be doing is fighting each other about the color of our fucking skin. Right. Amen to that, brother. But that was the initial problem. If they could get us fighting each other. Divide and, and conquer. Divide and conquer. You know, because they took the I, men away from the women. They took the light people away from the dark people. It was a whole fucking mess. And yes, I understand we all have PTSD from that. And that's a generational thing. But at some point, you become an adult. And you have to choose your problems. And, Let me and tell you something. If you do what that white man or that white woman say at your job, don't, don't, don't tell nobody else how to live their life. Or who they should take orders from. Because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, somebody's gonna be responsible for somebody. And if and if there is a beautiful black woman that walks into a room with confidence and she wears her confidence in her breast and she knows what's going on and she has it going on, let me tell you who's gonna be after her the most. It ain't gonna be us. Look here. I'm gonna tell you right now, Q, Ari, you might know who my celebrity crush. Kelly Rowland. I've heard you say that. Love Kelly Rowland. Did you see her new song? I almost sent yeah. it to you. No, I got it. You got it? Yeah, I got it. Pregnant and all. She can get she can get bent over, bro. Pregnant and all. Don't even give a damn. Pregnant and all. You get bent pregnant, over. Pregnant. She pregnant. She married. No, she pregnant with kid number two, and she married. She already. I had Yeah, she had guess, him now. Guess guess how many fucks I give. There you go. She she can get it. She can Any get day it. and twice on Sunday. Now actually, she can get it three times on Sunday because we're gonna wake up early after Saturday. So. <laughs> 
we we gonna we gonna dig more more into this colorism thing because I want Mo and Shimmy on on the show when we go into this. I, I have to, to invite a couple light skinned sisters to go this week because I want I want to dig into this, you know, because I got a problem. I got a problem, and y'all know when I be on my tangents, I can't really let it go until I get some explanation because I'm trying to figure out because I I I've I've seen and heard. Uh, young ladies who are lighter skin tone, like I've been ostracized because like, my eyes are green. No, no, none of my family liked me because I came out different. People are asking me, "Are you sure you belong in this family? Are you sure daddy is your daddy?" I mean, you know, shit like that. And I'm just like, "Well, what the hell, you know, is is going on with our women? That shit is disgusting." And let me tell but you. Oh, go go ahead, Reggie. No, go, go ahead, go ahead, bro. I would say you know that that shit is disgusting. You know, and and for us, like you said earlier, for us to be a people that are already oppressed, to work harder to do the different things that we need to do, we don't got time to be sticking the knives in folks' heart that don't look all the way like us. But we, you look at their mama and their daddy and their granny now, they look just like you. And and that shit is disgusting, and and I hate that shit. We got to come bro. together better than this shit, bro. We got to do better. I got, I, I I'm gonna say this. this for every woman out there that feels ostracized, and then they be telling people, "Don't do this, or don't date this, and don't do this." Do you understand that that is the same kind of information that people of that are racist are. Feeding to their kids. You're doing the exact same shit. But you want to point your finger at them and tell them you raising racist kids. But you you what had the fuck a same fucking habit. You had a same fucking habit. And then you wonder why, you know, same, same little kid grow up. Oh, don't mess with black people. Don't do this. Don't do that. And that child go go out and run out and find them a black person to bring home. Guess what's gonna happen to your children? You're gonna have some pretty mixed grandbabies. Some pretty you go. You're gonna have some yep. pretty mixed grandbabies. Cause you feed them bullshit. And when they step outside in the real world and figure out mommy and daddy was on some bullshit, and love ain't got shit to do with the color of your motherfucking skin, when they figure that shit out, it's a motherfucking rap for you. Mm -hmm. So that bullshit you feeding them is bullshit. So stop. My family was more shocked that I ended up bringing a black man home. Really? Yes. They're like, you do know he's black, right? <laughs> yep. Kind of saw him. He's low. Six foot four, six foot five. Three hundred pounds. Well, see, we got, every one of us got that one in our family that we know is going to go the other way. We, we well, You I know mean, I, I get that going the other way. way. That was all, the, he was the first black man I had ever dated. And let me and, and I'm and you know what we've been on an hour eleven. We we're gonna jump off. But I just want to say this to, to all to all of my sisters out there, no matter what color you are, you know, we definitely here at Mash Gas Entertainment love for you to go ahead and set yourself up with the beauty of the week. <laughs> I like how you did that, sir. I love the way you did that. I love it. We, love, we love you, you all. Because it's been some misconceptions and construes and shit that we just like a certain kind of woman. And that ain't the truth. I like the natural born birth certificate woman. 
Look here. I'm going to tell you right now. If if anybody is judging the beauty of the week and saying we only like one type of woman, motherfucker, it's only been one so far. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's one. Shut the fuck up. It's been one. One. And Boy, honestly, the person... Yeah, no, no, no. So Q, what I'm going to do what I'm going to do is I'm going to feed into this. Give me a second. Give me a second. Because, you know, I get on the sermon sometimes like you. What I'm going to say is this. The motherfucker that I wanted to make the original beauty of the week probably shouldn't be the first one because, surprise, she is a public figure. And she is not light-skinned. And I didn't want the wrong perception to be given. I wanted this to be done so everybody could see no matter what level you on, if you doing it in the community, you're doing positive things, you're 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 being a good example for what young ladies should strive to be. Damn it, that's what I want. Those are the people that I want. See this down here? I want you to be a boss lady, intelligent, vivacious. And I'm not just talking about your body, sweetie. I don't give a damn about that. All I need from you is a short bio and a headshot. I don't give a damn what your body look like. I want to know you're doing it in the community. So send your information to mastergas at gmail.com with a, a headshot and a mini bio. And then you can get in the running for this shit. Because skin color don't matter to me. I'm talking about what the fuck work you're putting in in the community. That's what I want. That's right. You listen. You when, once you send your information, we got a form for you to fill out. We we're sending out to you. I'm gonna throw it on Facebook as well, so you can click on it, and it'll take you right to the form. And we will get your response. And listen, it's just like, just like said, I can't put it no better than that. What he said. We we love all women. We love all women that are doing the things that they need to do. It's the reason why we came up with video is because we want to engage with not only just our brothers. But as a black man, I feel the need to lift my sisters. That's just what there is. And my sister is just not my sister. I'm talking about all women everywhere because I was raised multicultural. That's who I am. I, that will not ever stop me from being black. You understand me? But I'm a multicultural guy. And I, and I help that. You know. And so the thing is, is that we want you to bring your ass on in here and let us, let us, let us, let us, Shine you up a little bit because we're gonna add to the glow that you already got. That's all we doing. Yeah, that's all we doing. So yeah, so that's it, y'all. It's it's our fifteen on the top. So I guess before we leave on tonight, y'all got any encouraging words, real quick, for our people? Uh, y'all y'all got something to say to them before before we bid everybody a good weekend? Miss Arbor, I'm gonna start with you. What you got? Have the audacity of Ted Cruz. Be sure and plug in all of your electronics, including vibrators. Um, careful when driving. There's ice out there still, and people are special. Like, what do you want me to give them exactly? <laughs> Tips and tricks. She, she oh, yeah, the one that we spoke of at later. the beginning of the show. They like it when you gag. They feel better about themselves. So enjoy <laughs> your weekend. I I uh, I don't have nothing to say, Q. Um, <laughs> I, I have no response. But I will say this. 
I will say this. Um, you know, anybody that knows me knows I'm not the person to call and check on people, right? That's not me. Hell, I had two of my best friends. I literally, my dorm room from their dorm room was literally maybe 50 steps. I went a whole month without seeing them mofos. <laughs> However, anytime they call, I'm there. So I say all that to say this. The people that are really there for you, they ain't going to be there to be in your business. You got to watch them mofos. Because you got some people that are frenemies that'll act like they care and all they, all they want to do is get your skeletons and be able to expose you. And you got them other people in your life that are down for you, ain't going to share none of your business, no matter how mad you make them. They're going to be riding with you solid. So if you ain't got the right people in your life, and if you're not sure about the, if you got the right people in your life, you need to figure that shit out. Because I'm going to tell you right now, your circle dictates your worth. Amen. Yep. You must have saw my post this morning. Uh-uh. I said I need my circle of friends to be willing to carry me and drop me through a roof to my blessing. If mm. you're not that kind of friend, then I don't need you. Well, and I, I will share this with you. Since you went there, look here. A nickel is larger than a dime. Sometimes you have to decrease that diameter to increase your value. Amen. That's the truth. That is the truth. Well, y'all gave some some real good encouraging words. Again, everybody, we already gave you the show lined up earlier today. Make sure you do that. Real quick, I'm just going to throw this up for a second, even though we mentioned her on yesterday. Uh, congratulations to our girl, uh, Miss Joy, as our MTG Beauty last week. Thank you so much, Joy. We love you so much, girl. We got to get your gift certificate to you real, real soon. Thank you so much. For Shut up. Thank you so much, Joy, whatever it is. Again, you got the show lined up and all the good stuff. If I had to give y'all some encouraging words, I let me say this. <laughs> you know, Brian, we not, you know what? I'm gonna let y'all to discuss the, the dividends of coin swapping. <laughs> so if I got to give y'all some encouraging words for real. Let me let me say this. Something happened to me, and um, um, I'm used to um, people. I'm like Reggie in a sense. You know, I don't like to be checked up on as much. Um, I, I am very very private on purpose. I'm so private; it's ridiculous. It'd be some shit going on in my life you would not believe it, and you'd be like, "Oh my god, this fool is crazy," you know. But the thing is, is that when when your friends check on you and when they try to see what's going on with you, don't get so irritated with them quickly, you know, because, you know, you're not used to somebody tugging on you or having a collar on you or a tracking device on you. Be patient with them because it's good for people to care about you. So, so don't be so quick to write somebody off or be irritated with them when they just want your best interest at heart. It's all right to open up your heart and let people in, but it's also wise to watch your connections and that's all 
that I got to say. So be nice are you, people. Are you trying to set yourself up for Sunday? Huh? You trying to set yourself up for Sunday so I can't fuss at you? Me? Yeah. Both of y'all just did it because that's my question on Sunday is who's checking on you? Well, I had no clue. I mean, I, I I'm just know. prophetic like that. I'm prophetic like that, girl. I can see into the future. I said it at the beginning of the... Never mind. Y'all are... So no, you know I'm be paying you no attention? I mean, with some shit. <laughs> Love y'all, too. So, so yeah. Don't choke so, so on it. Good. In fact, hey, don't Q. give no head at all this weekend. Because they don't... Q. Q. Yes, sir. Well, all that note... <laughs> But before we just start pulling our toys and shit, everybody, do your best to be careful. Stay safe in the streets if you're in the Dallas-Fort Worth area or in Texas, anywhere they have ice on the ground. Be careful. Make sure if you're warm, I mean, if you're not warm, please find some place to be warm or there will experiment that somebody had a pot with, uh, what, what was that, uh, what they call them, tea lights, under them, to, to yeah, hold Yeah, tea heat. lights and a terracotta pot and some bricks. If anybody's ever tried it, let us know how it worked. Because there yeah. was another thing. It was a couple of them. There was one, a toilet paper roll in a can with alcohol, and you could burn it. Now, I don't know how that's going to work, because in my head, that's never mind. That's another show. Put a whip huh? or some kind of yarn string, sturdy string that you can burn in a can of lard or Crisco, and it will burn. Yeah, that just sound like fire insurance. Make your whole house smell like you're cooking up a storm <laughs> on a Sunday. But that just sound like fire insurance claims all over the damn state of Texas. I'm gonna try some of this stuff though. I'm gonna try when it's warmer, but I'm gonna try some of it and I'll get back to y'all. I'm gonna let y'all know. You know, I like doing experiments. All right, everybody, we appreciate you, Miss Shimmy, sending prayers to those who may have lost loved ones on this week. Which is very, yeah. very important. You know, we definitely want to make sure that we send our prayers out to everybody. So appreciate you. Uh, thank you so much for watching again, everybody. And we're going to bid you a good night and have a good weekend. We'll see you next week. Peace.